freedom is rejected. Okay, I'm going to break that down and we'll say that again. Because this is the reason why the world runs circles, generally speaking, in terms of ingenuity, than the church. And the church stays in a mode of connectivity with God, but the translation from inspiration to revelation walking out is the gap that the entire body of Christ is needing to walk through. And this is what made yeah. me think, perhaps the Lord is moving in the world first, which is crazy, but he's done it before. Yes. And so maybe yes. what we ought to really look at is is God moving among people who don't even and I'm not saying everybody in Google and whatever company is anti-Christ. I'm not saying that. Now some of the big tech I ain't going there because we're on it. I'll just simply say this that, that there are people who couldn't care less about God as much as they care, less, care about the value they provide people. But believers seem to care more about the reality of having a relationship which ought to be done at salvation. You got the relationship. Now live as an example in that relationship beyond the four walls. Beyond what you could ask or think. Why can't God do something in your generation, in your family, that has never been done before? Why, why can't it be? Well, I didn't go to college. Greater is he Thank you, Lord. that's in, come on, that's in, yeah, that's than he in that's, in the, that's in the world. See, we have a library of references. Yes, we do. But when we the do. terms of liberty have not been met, then freedom is rejected. So what does that deal with? How, how do you meet the terms? Jesus said that if the Son, come on, has set, set you free, free you are free. You are free. Indeed. They're your terms. So if he has, come on, set, set me free. free, then I am free indeed. So what are the terms? If, if Christ, Christ has, has set, me free. set you free. So if those terms have not been met, then that person's in bondage. How many of you were born again in this place? Amen. That tells me then you <laughs> yes. have met the terms please get a revelation you've met the terms because I'm not talking about financially free you can be financially free and spiritually broke sure this one's more important than that one but if yes. the son has come on set, set me free then I am free you are free. so if these terms have been met then where is the permission where is the, the freedom problem how can this be I'll tell you because we think, Jesus, the people said, Jesus knew it. They think the kingdom is coming. I'm talking about me leaving. They think the kingdom is coming to Rome. We think God's coming to our bank account. God is coming to your thinking. Hallelujah. God is coming to your thinking. In fact, what he's going to look at is what he's already given you. He's asking you to do a checkup before he comes. How am I doing with what I have? Okay, okay. If you're okay with that, you'll find double the blessing because you know that you're, listen, first thing I've been for the last month, I guess, working on going back through bank statements and double checking. How are we doing? Where's the waste? Is there anything, I'm talking personally, is there anything that we could be doing better with what we have? And looking that over, yes, we can. Looking at some areas, man, we're okay there. But at the end, I mean, we tithe to give offerings, but that ain't all. See, because there's a 90% that you, we, still have to measure. And based upon how we think about God with that, that will determine what the kingdom can release and come and do. Well, we still have a responsibility for the 90%. That is. And when you print out those bank statements and go line for line. You don't lie. Okay, Chick-fil-A got my money again. <laughs> oh, Lord, we just ate a Chick-fil-A, then we ate out again. Okay, I bought a dress, uh-huh, to TJ to the max. All right, then I went, okay, now that, okay, there's another expense. And when you see it. Line for line, where is my money going? 
you know, the utility bills, okay, mortgage if you have, one car note, you got to get around in Atlanta. It's hard to get around without a car in Atlanta. But some of these incidentals, Lord, am I being a good steward over the 90%? And you really don't have to take the whole year, just take three months. It'll show the patterns of spending, and it's revelatory. You're like, I started repenting. I told y'all last week, I'm quick to do that. I was like, okay, have I been a good steward over what you have already provided? And he told me, I'm going to be real transparent with you. He said, you don't keep the money I give you like you should. It comes in, but you, uh, the chicka filet, they got that new sandwich. And I got to try that new sandwich now. And, uh, and that macaroni, Tony, now, I need that. And I mean, and I'm like, okay, Lord, okay, so I need to cook more. Well, thank you. Okay, you need to, you need to plan, daughter. Plan your meals. Use the crock pot. And since they invented that air machine, what's it called? Air fryer. Okay. <laughs> now come on, y'all. You can cook a whole meal in the air fryer. I mean, we need to do a little class. <laughs> how you make your wings? I need to know how you do that. I'm serious. You can air fry kale, honey. I was gonna because I was gonna make you some kale chips. <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to. Anywho, so no, but this is how the Lord talks to me now. Now, now, you gonna be disciplined over what I've given you, and y'all, I'm just being real transparent with you. I had to repent, and I ran and told Pastor. I said, "Eek, we could do better." Yeah. And I'm not living in a stringent, you know, stringent where you don't enjoy your life or anything like that. Like, I don't have a problem with us eating out. But I was like, sometimes I look and you pay $17.99 for a burger. And you sit there, you analyze that. Now, that's some ground beef. Hold on now. It's, it's iceberg lettuce. We know. When I go to iceberg, I can go to the store and get a whole head. <laughs> Slice of tomato. American cheese. I could get a pack of buns for 96 cents. And some French fries. I could get a whole bag for a dollar fifty. I paid too much for this. <laughs> then Pastor will say, honey, it's not just. And I'm not a cheapy weepy, but sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, is that, did I get value for that? He said, well, you're paying that somebody served you. <laughs> you know, when you're paying for the, the atmosphere. Well, we created an atmosphere. Let's make us, <laughs> Let's make us some hamburgers and light a candle. <laughs> Put on some nice music and enjoy our hamburger, okay? Amen. I'm just saying, I'm being, I'm being silly. But, you know, really, though, really, though, and now we have moved, have we moved into the second quarter of the year? Okay, so we're in the second quarter of the year. So this is for someone. I mean, we had planned to share this, but, but print out those bank statements and say, okay, give me the highlighter, let's go. And yeah, you'll see. But see, it, it really is flowing with the reality of the man, the, the, me, the minor. Yeah, okay. The minor. Jesus, we're looking at Sunday. They're looking at what he's saying about it. They, they don't understand. Mm -hmm. He's talking about what you just said. Mm, okay. Amen. So maybe that's what he's telling us before we talk about the resurrection. Have we resurrected to the way the kingdom works? Because you ain't going nowhere yet. You are still right, right here. here. Right. And as long as you're here, you got to bring it. And when the body of Christ, let's just say, man, Jesus, so much. I don't know why this is going this direction. But when you think about the world, it's tripping. Tripping. I mean tripping and listen, don't you let them tell you this foolishness about separation between church and state. Don't buy it. If your church, I'm talking about the Jesus in you, the ecclesia, is not in the world, the world's in the, they're in trouble already because we're not acting like we're showing up. We're not correcting people who give us a false narrative about craziness that 10 years ago you'd be like, boy, get out of here. But now we're like, well, we want to be politically correct. No, you better be biblically correct. Because if you're not biblically correct and you're politically correct, you're in trouble with the right boss. Amen. The right Amen. boss. And again, I'm not talking about just going in here and throwing folks around. I hope you hear, I hope you go back on Wednesday and listen to the series or the message and Q&A on the gates of hell. When you get a chance.
just go back. It's a little 30-minute ministry. When Jesus talked about the gates of hell and what we share on Wednesday, you want to get that because his church is not supposed to be just sitting in the four walls waiting till Jesus comes back because it's so crazy out there. That's not even what that verse is referencing. So to that end, when it comes to money, y'all, we got to be really, really better at it. I don't know your situation. I'm just saying, tithe, yeah, you ought to be tithing. That's normal, right? Because it's a co covenant. But then the giving of offerings, that ought to be the case, amen? Yes. But, but y'all, yes. there's still the 90, yes. if not 85 left over. We ought to be so good over there. In fact, I'm not, I'm not an investor. Not, well, I am. But I'm not a licensed investor. And so I cannot give you advice this one. Uh, one man of God said, basically, he went to the book of Haggai. Okay. And he said, the book of Haggai says, for the gold... And the silver mine. are mine, saith the Lord. Now, uh, there's more in there, but when he began to look at all the volatility and then the history of how things occur, again, I'm not a licensed investor. Read these things and the fine print and the terms and conditions for yourself. But when you look at the, the history of those minerals, and its value in the marketplace, you may find something that might interest you. So I'll leave it right there. Otherwise, go talk to Brother Freddie because he knows the depths of all of what I just said. Amen. So let, let's, let's go to this one point because I believe what the Lord really wanted you to hear is, is pretty much done. And that is the Lord knows how we think about what he says. And sometimes he will tell you a story, a dream, a vision, something that doesn't seem to connect because he understands it's something you're troubled with in your heart. So he'll give you the image of that. And then he continued on his business. In this case, he was headed to Jerusalem. So when I draw all the way to verse 28 in Luke 19, it says, and when he had said this, talking about the minus, the parable in that regard, he went on ahead up to Jerusalem. And this is when Jesus, Lord Jesus, he gets on the donkey, right? And this is the part we know, you know, Hosanna, Hosanna. But before they start singing, actually they start singing this, and you got to get the visual of it. I want you to read this, this in the scripture. It is crazy that the people close by call the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And this is just a passive note. Pharisees and the Sadducees hear the children saying, blessed is the son of David. Mm -hmm. Hosanna in the highest. Mm -hmm. And right in the middle of the praise, the scripture, I never saw this, Minister Steve. It says it right there. And there arose from the crowd the Pharisees who listening said this. You should correct them, Jesus. Hold it, stop, go back, wait a minute. We're in a parade. And the king, bigger than Santa Claus, is on the donkey. Come on. And you are so close that you're, you're hearing things all around. So you're telling me you're there to evaluate a parade and not celebrate the one whom the parade is about. That's what you're telling me. So it says right there, and there are roads from the crowd. Jesus, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy. You better watch your little crowd over here. I mean, that's what this is. And I'm like, my God. And then Jesus then said, well, since I'm riding, the Bible surely says that out of the mouth of babes and unweaned infants, he hath ordained praise. I mean, I mean. Incredible. You gotta see the picture. The people are praising him. Hosanna, Jesus. I mean, how many times have you been checked by spiritual people? I mean, religious people. Quite a bit. Why you keep going to that church? You tithing? You giving your money to that bald-headed man? Yeah. And his cute, beautiful wife. That's so crazy, man. So I'm saying all that to say, because I gotta wrap this up. The Lord of mercy. No, you didn't get to done. This always happens, so just don't get to see it. But I, I'm gonna share this one thing with you. All right. He, and because this is what he gave me the other day. The reason why this Passover can be legitimate and not another fake parade. The reason why it's legitimate is because of two things: authority and nature. I want you to write this down. The reason why it's such a big deal 
It's because of authority in nature. And this is not just a history lesson. This is a current day manifestation of things we ought to be doing in the kingdom while we are still here. So this is what he said. The kingly nature of Jesus authorized him to save us. The kingly nature. Now, if he was yes. not the king of all kings, yes. he wouldn't be authorized. And his death, while brutal, would not have mattered to the level of your salvation. It just couldn't have qualified. And you got to know that when the world says, because I keep getting these conversations with the world when they're arguing that they don't just believe it, whatever it is that God says. And when the world doesn't believe, the argument's over, folks. Because according to your belief... According to your faith, so be it unto you, right? So if they don't believe, why are you continuing? You don't have another argument for them. No. So just say, well, you know, you know, I got it. I appreciate it. And you're going about your business. Now, the people form the Jesus, they'll believe in Big Bigfoot, but won't believe in Jesus. They'll believe in Martians. Oh, they want The Travel Channel, yeah. The Travel Channel, whenever you watch it again, they ain't traveling anymore. They're talking about paranormal. Oh, I saw that. Oh, I saw that. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, it's, okay, if you do see it. You believe in something you really don't want to be frightened by, but you keep pressing into the house. True, true. But you won't believe in Jesus. See, yeah. everybody believes in something. Don't let them tell you that they don't. They just don't want to believe him. Right. And if they don't, don't argue with them. Amen. You believe. Amen. Amen. Okay. So when he said that the kingly nature of Jesus, not the kind nature, because he had to be a king in order to be authorized to redeem you. Because if a king didn't, in fact, the king of kings didn't redeem you, then you have been purchased with something far cheaper than your true value. Bulls and goats and rams and lambs. But he redeemed you. Yes. This king redeemed you with his own blood. That's right. Are you kidding me? I so love you that I will die for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm dying in a different dimension, in a different authorization. I'm dying as a lamb and a perfect son. But my kingly power yes. says now you are mine. That's why Hosanna, Hosanna is so powerful. Second thing is the nature or his nature as Lord authorizes present day him to lead us. Amen. Say it again. Amen. His nature as Lord yes. authorizes him to lead us. His kingly nature authorized him to save us. His Lord-like nature authorizes him to lead us. Yes. Folks, this yes. is the big takeover that's coming. I'm confident in my belly. The big takeover is a lordship takeover where what God wants, he he's going to get because people are going to let him be Lord. Lord. Which means Hallelujah. they are going Hallelujah. to develop. Amen. <laughs> this piece right here <laughs> is where the challenge Thank begins. Thank you, Lord. Because these victories and these rights all took place on the cross. Yes. But some of the Lord's redeemed struggle with lordship. And then the third one, brotherhood. Wow. It says here, his nature as brother or his nature as friend authorizes him to befriend us. Thank you, Lord. So what wow. a friend we have in Jesus yeah. ought to be way more than a song. It ought to be a constant pursuit. Absolutely. Where we are getting closer Absolutely. and closer to our friend. Yes. Jesus on, has now. to get over the fact that many of his own people don't believe he is the friend that he says he is that sticks closer than a brother. Yes. We think he's the friend that only shows up when it's trouble. When you need a prayer request or a breakthrough. Come on. He wants to be your friend because it's a part of his nature. Yes. So his nature to be lowly, to be kind, is now extended to a people before he gets to the cross. Yes, sir. Yes. He's so doing true. all of this at Passover, and people are still saying, Jesus, how is it that these people are talking about this? Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. How dare you, believer, 
take some praise from somebody. See, I don't think it's in here. Maybe it is in here because I'm here and I got to stay right here. You better run any last bit of religion out of your life. Yeah, we ain't have you. You got any amount of liquid religion hanging out of your mouth? You better spit it out. Spit it I'm out. telling you, because what God's trying to do, your I saw it the other day. Somebody said something. Where was I? Where was I? Where were we? Help me. Where was I the other day? The person said, "Oh, oh, you were getting you were, you were okay." Listen. <laughs> right. Please. What was it? I want you to check the inventory of your habits. Yes. The inventory of your own heart. We were at a place and we heard this lady say, well, whatever they were talking about, well, uh, we don't drink. And it was like, it was like some kind of a shield. And a sword came out like, it was like, I said, well, we don't either. But I didn't know we were debating on who who does and who doesn't. And so when that was over, immediately I, the, the thought came to my mind. Please don't be the person who majors. Oh, please. <laughs> in the two or three things that you do well. <laughs> well I always exercise and eat right. What is wrong with you? Get the swine out of your house and you lose the weight. What is wrong? So, whatever your thing is, if you have a thing, get rid of your thing. Because, because what I noticed was when one of the other people went over to talk to them, they stayed on their phone. I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow. So you tell to the thing that you were so good at. You are straining an act and swallowing a camel. You're talking about how perfect you are because you don't want to be seen as somebody who is that. And the reason why you can't be that is because you have judged it with your holy self and self-righteousness. And so I wrote down as we were leaving, I said, when people major real hard on the one thing they do right, they probably got a whole mall of things that as jacked up as possible, but they don't know you own that mall. So, so, so please do not find yourself so persnickety. Yeah, please don't. When you encounter somebody from the world right. and they don't smell right, I wouldn't ever go to work if I ain't smell good. When nobody talking about you going to work. First of all, where's your compassion? And your ivory soap. And empathy. Yeah. So, so, so this must be run out of the church. You are the ecclesia. It's got to be run out of you. You can't tolerate a piousness when you're looking down your nose. If it's in you anywhere. That's a good word. Oh my God, because because what it's disingenuous. Right. How can perfection redeem imperfection? Give imperfection its perfection. Come on. And then the form of the imperfect start bragging. Yeah. That's right. How can we dare take credit for anything credit that is good? Nothing. That's why Jesus said, I'm the vine, and this is your homework, and that's the message. <laughs> I didn't get to read it. I am the vine. That's good. You are the branches. Outside of me, you can't bear any fruit. If you try, it will not work. Abide, abide, abide. It's all there in the all book of John, there. chapter 15. 15. Yeah. And he said it so many different ways that the only time that people are in trouble is when he said, if any man, he moves away from the concept of talking to his children. Okay. He went to, if any man will abide in me, he'll get. If any man won't, he's in trouble. But ladies and gentlemen, I got to read this to you because you got you to get this revelation. I'm talking finally about the nature as the brother. He wants to be your friend, let him. Let Jesus be your friend. So, this is how you know, because you got to measure you, whether or not you're making progress. Because we're not waiting to Sunday, shout it out, get happy, get excited. We, need, we came to church. A lot of people, oh, wow, you see the church growing, that's great. And go back to our normal. That's not what's up. Herein is the Father glorified. 
You want to glorify the Father? Yes. Yes. We just think, I've said a lot. You worship your way there. And that's one way. But if you want to glorify the Father, I'm just reading what Jesus said. It's all in red. He says, uh, herein shall you be my disciples. Okay, wait a minute. So a part of the fruit, well, let me read it. Herein, sweetheart, please read it. Okay, herein is my father's my father glorified that ye bear much fruit how is he how is he glorified that i bear we bear fruit coming to church that's it we, he's glorified because we came to church is no, that not what it said, said you read it again i'm just uh, herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit so my, stop, stop, stop. i'm sorry baby i didn't mean to cut you off like that you know i don't do that i don't do that in no, real life honey, you do not you cut me you off work mo- you say i cut you off you do honey Listen, well you got i, I call first lady ginsu oh my gosh <laughs> golly i'm so glad i know who i am I say, and I tell him, now, now, now show me when I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bleeding. Huh? What you say? Bleeding. Yeah. Bleeding. Bleeding side. Okay, honey. Can I, may I read the scripture? Please. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. Stop right there. Go back to the minor. That was fruitfulness Jesus was referencing. Ladies and gentlemen, do not consider yourself an average anything. That's right. Amen. He said, "If ye keep my, you want that keep right going, yes. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, okay. even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His." Okay. So, in the end, the way that you verify where you are on the nature of his lordship okay meaning how he is in you in me is whether or not love is being led by the lord okay so there's some people you'd rather stay away from right yes because you're being led by you but if you're being led by the lord there are some people that you're going to have to engage because the Lord's nature is to lead you into triumph. Amen. All right. All right. Okay. And if there is an enemy left that he wants triumph over, he will lead you there. And herein yeah. is my father glorified that you bear much fruit, which means the biggest growth is in your character. Yes. He's not looking for you to memorize 19 different ways and say, I can now talk like Minister Steve. That's not what this is. Hey, high five, Minister Steve. What what y'all may not know, not just ubiquitously speaking, is that Minister Steve is a character king. Come on. on. He's a character king. Because what he's saying, he lives. He and Sister Musette live. And I'm not saying they're going around saying, okay, here's another verse. Okay, here's another verse. It's normal to the process of occupying until the king returns. They wanted the kingdom to come, get rid of Rome, get rid of the Democrats, get rid of the Republicans, get rid of Obama, get rid of, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Trump, get rid of Biden, get rid of all of them. That ain't where he's coming. He's coming through you to a town where you live. Coming through us. That's very good. So the only way to verify if this is or is not happening, is to check the meter of his love when he calls for it as Lord. Not mine. Right. So if he's calling for love and I don't want to give it to certain people, then I'm being Lord. That is correct. And that means we got the wrong Lord. And I'm sitting on the throne, not him. Because then you have joined many of us as a part-time Lord. Okay. Because many of us are part-time Lords. You're true. We call upon him at times and then sometimes we're like, now look, let me tell you how we're going to do this. And we become a part-time unemployed Lord without the backing of heaven, with full backing from the flesh. Okay. And so when you're dealing with the nature of brother, then maybe do it for your brother. That's right. You know, brothers sometimes tell things to each other that they won't tell mom and dad. That's right. 
That's right. You know, Shane Beja, I know talk about, they talk about stuff they ain't telling they us. They telling me. Y'all not telling me. Because it's sister know. to sister, right? <laughs> no. It's sister to sister stuff. Right? You don't want mom and dad. Mom and dad. You don't want them to know that. Well, so it is with our dad. That's why sometimes we'll tell each other but won't tell the Lord. You know, I don't understand why this is going on, this, that, and the way. And the other time I turn around, I don't even understand how that go either. Yeah, but, but don't talk to the Lord about helping. Why are we talking to each other about something we're not even authorized to handle? So we got to get over the fact that if you won't get to him as Lord, my, my, get to my, him as brother. My, my, my. You know, sing the song and then pray the prayer. What a friend we have in Jesus. And then say, you know what, Lord, I just need you to help me with this. As a brother. Okay. But you got to get over the fact that he's, a, he's the best brother you ever, ever had. <laughs> he's the best family member of all family That's members. true. Yeah, you got to get over that. Okay, so when you put those things together, that immerses you into the lordship and into the brotherhood. Just pick one. But if I were you, I'd work through all of them. Because some things you need to believe God, and I did say that and I'll say it again. Some things you need to believe God for, you ought to appeal to him on the basis of brotherhood. If you're a daughter, then sisterhood. I'm your girl, if you're a girl. Make that right for the camera. You have to say that these days. You have to say that. Or if you're a man, I'm your boy. Come on. It's me, Jesus. <laughs> Love it. It's me. So, so how good. will you appeal to him? Until you do, he can't bless you. It's very good. So use this Palm Sunday to let him bless, bless you in this spectacular year. You may as well. And if you can't go there, then just fall on your knees. You're my Lord. Yes. My Lord. Come on now. My savior, I know my that's king. right, mother. You're my Lord. Yes. Which means you are my governor. Yes. I'm appealing to the governor of all of the universe. I need some help. Yes. I need yes. some wisdom. Yes. And then here you go. Jesus is going to be like, you think I'm coming to the planet to help you, right? Here? You think I'm coming right now? Let me start talking to you about how to use your money. Wow. I never saw wow. this. It blew me away. Yeah. I'm like, what? Some way left on you. What way left? Because money answers all, All things. things that pertain to money. It can't answer a broken heart. Going on a vacation, you still be broken in your heart if your heart's broken. But money can fix the issues of your soul when it comes down to even some of us in here, a good number, you really enjoy helping other people. And you wish you had money so you could do that. Well, what do you think about the money you have? Whatever you think about that is what you're thinking about God. And if you don't think God really wants you to have the abundance, you know, he just wants me comfortable. Then you'll be comfortable. But the person you want to help won't. And if you're trying to help them, you got to get out of your comfort and start accepting the terms that Jesus is leaving before he rides a donkey and wants to have a conversation about what he gave you. Unbelievable. It's like Ripley's Believe It or Not. Believe it or not. I mean, it's amazing that of all the things he's said. talking about, yep, you're right. which leads us to the offering which you're going to take up and I'm going to well, honey, rest I my grace. God understand bless you. The three times that we come to the Lord not empty-handed. And it is outside of the tithe and an offering that we might give. Yes. And the scripture reference is Deuteronomy 16.16. 16. Oh, is it there? No, not yet. All right, they'll get it. Deuteronomy 16, 16, three times a year, all your males shall appear before the Lord your God at the place that he will choose, at the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is the Passover, okay, at the Feast of Weeks, W-E-E-K-S, which is Pentecost, yes, and the Feast of Booths. The tabernacle. Yes, mother, we studied this. You know it very well. They shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. 
So you were telling me that the Feast of Weeks is 49 plus 1 days, 50 days after the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is the Passover. Yes. Right? And that um, that's Pentecost. And we are to have an extra special offering to the Lord, yeah. bringing my best fruit, my yeah. best offering that I can bring next Sunday yes. to the Lord to honor him. Correct. And to obey his word. I love that. So it's two in the spring and one in the fall. And one in the fall. I know you have more background knowledge of this than I do, but you were sharing it with me. I know about the feast, but I don't know the background about that. Well, the short of it, Miss Kate, the short of it, thank you. The short of it is the Lord is talking to his people about how to prosper in a world that don't even like them. And they don't like it. The Jews were maligned back then. The Jews are maligned right now. And even you're maligned when it comes down to the world don't like you. You just got to know that that's how it goes. And so we said, but financially, this is what I want you to do. Three times a year, which is every kind of quarter, but every 40, what, four months. Okay. The Jewish months are different anyway. But anyway, in a third, a third, a third, I want you to revisit me. Because the tithes and the offerings were still going up daily. Sacrifices, um, uh, thank offerings, guilt offerings, all that going up with flour and meal and all that. Yeah. But he said, now that you're out of that place of bondage, I still want you to remember three times a year, specifically, I want the males. See, the leadership of the house, ladies, is if, if there's a husband in your house, he's the leader. Amen. Amen. I mean, we're still in church. Yeah, and we believe. That's what this said right here. I was wondering. Now, you may be smarter than him. You may make more money than him. You may have more spiritual inclinations than him. But those are not the precursors for who leads. Amen. Amen. The man is the head of, of the, the house. house. It don't make him better. What will make him better is listening to the other head in the house because in the multitude of counsel there is wisdom there's safety yeah. so the reality of man being the head don't make him better no, it just well, means he that works. he's in the design that God created him for now he said I want the men to come because the idea of leading by example is done by the men versus sending the women to say you go and serve the Lord so that's the reason why, again, some of your relationship with your man, whomever he may be, is got to be your observance of his relationship with God. Because if he won't bow before the Lord, trust me, he won't serve you. You'll cry at night if that's the case. So we try to help people not do that. But in the meantime, he said, now when they come, don't just show up. Don't just say, oh, Lord, you're so worthy. Well, if I'm worthy, like this is God talking then what have I blessed you with that you're revealing you're willing to part with? That's honor. But that's honor, right? That's there. honor. When you part with some words are like, yeah, I mean, oh, that was a great message. That was whatever, yeah. you know, but honor is you part with something. You part with something. Because again, God didn't need grain. No. Spirits don't eat grain. No. Spirits don't eat bulls and rams and lambs. So what was he really doing? Testing their heart. What was the test? Will you take some of, in this case, a tithe and an offering three times a year, big time. Would you take a portion of what I blessed you with and bring it to me, even though, here you go, I'm not even going to use it. I'm going to destroy it. Oh, look at that. So that neither wow. you nor I will benefit from what you are bringing to me. Who would do anything like that? I love what Brennan, wherever he is, he must be in the back. Brennan said, but food, Pastor, food. Why are we messing with the food? It's like, well, it's called a sacrifice, Brennan. But he's from Louisiana. They eat, and I understand. You eat as good as they do. You don't want to mess with the food. So the bottom line is, if you mess with your food, modern day, your money, and you give it to the Lord, you really must worship him. You must think something about him by way of value yes. that you don't think about what he blessed you with. In other words, you value him enough 
to value what he says is valuable, which is your heart yes. concerning what you have. And he said, I need you to check you three times a year. Ain't that interesting? Very. See, we do New Year's resolutions and forget them by spring. But God is a follow-up God. He's <laughs> saying like in the spring, I'm going to check like you that. out. 50 days later, I'm going to check, check you out. out. I'm going to give you a break during all the harvest time. And just before the major harvest comes in the feast of booths, mm -hmm. the feast at that time mm -hmm. where the Feast of Trumpets is, the brand new year da -da 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 is about to start. I'm going to check you out then because I want you to always remember. He said these words, remember it and re quote it with me. Remember, it is the Lord, Lord God, thy God. God. How do you remember? You do what he says. Who causes you to prosper and to get well? See, if the Lord prospered you and you say, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to offer to you a thanksgiving. I'm almost throwing in the air towards you what I'm not going to consume because I trust that Woo! what I just gave, That's powerful. you will provide even That's more. Powerful. That's crazy. Yeah. That is a crazy deal. He is looking for wow. such manifestation. Wow. Wow, wow, That's wow. why next Sunday is one of three Sundays where you don't call your neighbor and say, what are you going to give? You just made it carnal. You just marginalized it. Ask God, what do you want? What reveals the next level of my trust in you? Because the measure that I give is the measure I'm going to receive. It's not magic. It's not because we're so anointed. It's the word of God. And so when you do that towards the Lord, I am telling you, I'm telling you, it's just so crazy. Y'all know this thing works, that when you just trust God, I'm going to tell you this too, final piece, and then we're going to let these folks go. Mm. I remember, honestly, I thought I trusted God, and I did a little, a lot, maybe a little, a lot, maybe <laughs> back and forth, a little, a lot. Anybody been there? Yeah. This past week, we were trying to get something worked out because we want to really help people, y'all. My God, so much to do to help people. And today, you have to help people in a way that they don't see you coming. You can't show up with scriptures all over your forehead and phylacteries and dragging your robe and bringing out the, the dust when you come. The anointing has arrived. You just got to be you. Undercover. Amen. Because the guard is down. So we were trying to figure something out. And first thing in our back when we had the stroke years ago, 2017, I was trying to figure out how am I going to be bringing income? Because honestly, this is a blessing in terms of obviously income from church. But we didn't come into church to get income. We didn't start a church because we're going to get paid. Because honestly, it's not my heart. We wanted to be real estate moguls. And the Lord said no. No. And so we tried and he made it fail. And we tried again and he made it fail. And we trusted him and tried again and he made it fail. We trusted him, prayed, fasted, talked, tried it again. He made it fail. It just took so much to get to us. And so I'm sure if he's got to get to us, he's probably got to get to you. So to that end, we tried another thing. Surely you will bless this. Thy lowly servant just had a stroke. Surely the Lord is in this place. And so we started working our way towards it. And before you knew it, we were deep into it. And we are a little deeper into it. And then the whole thing gets shut down. Maybe my middle name back then should have been Jonah. Because the Lord told you to do this. You want to do that. And you think he'll bless you and the people will row harder when I'm going to send a storm to put you in the place Jesus was. Dead. Quiet. That's right. And able to pay attention. So we get over there, they shut the whole thing down. It was a global opportunity, and globally it was shut down. And we're like, Lord Jesus, have mercy. I promise you we didn't think about Noah, but I'm thinking about him right now. So finally, at the end of it, you know, they do this massive thing and class action stuff going on. And it's like, wow, well, I guess that's just how that goes. And uh, I actually had a business partner. I said, come on, see this. He saw it. He went crazy, too. He went down the tubes. And uh, so, you know, we're just going down the tubes, tubing. And, uh, you know, 
Talking about still in the church. Still, still in the church, still love Jesus Absolutely. with all of our heart. Still trying to get my left hand to work. What are you talking about? I mean, just totally. And finish your PhD. And finish a doctorate. Then my mother died the next year. Lord so, Jesus. See, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I didn't even tell y'all two weeks ago, my tooth was falling out of my mouth in the back while I was preaching. It was the funniest thing. But I was like, Lord, please don't let that come out. Put out. <laughs> don't let that happen. So something hold it in place, like yeah, just, ministry. Yeah, he didn't even mention This is it. the realness of life. We yeah. don't come up here yeah. as people that have been riding on a royal carpets floating through the air. It ain't how it goes. It's nope. not how it goes. And so finally, anyway, forget the tooth. So when we finally <laughs> finished this this piece, I said to my to my sweetheart who has been, I just love you. You have been through so many of my wisdom visionary ideas. <laughs> And I have some too. I'm telling you, you do not lack a visionary pastor. Please understand. No, you don't. I'm seeing out there, boy. I'm in love with what I'm seeing too. But I got to walk it out. So he gave me the practical one. And so I brought my first lady a practical idea. And she got into that body position that indicated rejection. <laughs> Now, we're not and, in agreement. And, right, we're not in agreement. So <laughs> I was getting ready to go there. I said, no, you don't have to. Yes, I do. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't have to get in that position. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I'm not going to try and convince you. Because if I sound convincing enough, she'll be like, okay, let's go. I, I will. All right, let's just go. You so I'm like, I'm not even going to do this. I, exactly. I'm like, I just want to tell you what I just read. Because when I read it, I closed the computer. So I opened it back up and I said, remember the other day, and I go down a story to help her see where my new heart is. Okay. So I get up to the point and I'm, wow. So I get up to the point and I say, so she's like, so what you're telling me is if, if, if a significant amount of money came in, you want to use it on that. And I basically said, well, yeah. And she said, well, Beja's getting married. Just looking at their baby, right? I'm like, why can't we do this and that? In fact, if we do this right, we'll fly first class to that to that wonderful wedding over in, you know, in another country. But I could tell she was not coming with me. This is a hint for all the brothers out there, all the husbands, all the married men. If you don't have agreement with your Sarah, then Abraham, stay your hand. Now, the early Abraham. Abram. Come on, we're going to do but this. The 20-something Abram would just convince even more. But see, I'm learning to pay attention to Jesus. I'm learning how he does things. And so I said, sweetheart, if this is what you think is best, then we will move in that direction. And clearly God will do something different. Well, he did. I opened this up. And that group that went down the tubes has told us we, after having, well, a group sued them, now we owe you money. And uh, I'm looking at this. Close it back. And, and the reality is, I then called a couple of friends and say, listen, call this number. It, redemption has come. And then the enemy got involved where I couldn't even get it. He tried to stop it. I couldn't get it because my email address was no longer connected to that account. Because behind the scenes, while he slept, the enemy sold tears. So I ended up owing. I had a bill due on this. I'm like, well, what bill do I owe? So I go on the phone. Well, I don't even know. Let me send you over to the collections people who will tell you gladly. I'm like, what? talking about enemy trying to block financially what's to you finally I call the people up and I'm like sir what's the deal uh, this is the deal and he says uh, let me double check and there was a barrier a, uh, language barrier and you know that kind of made you a little bit more irritated you know a little bit a little bit more irritated because you can't even understand they can't understand I'm working through some of this it wasn't fully there yet and so he says let me put you on hold again Oh, no, honey. Anybody just wake up enjoying being put on hold? Especially when you're trying to get something done. So he comes back and he says, 
one more time. Tell me something else. And I told him something else. At this point, I'm really irritated. And then he goes away. And I say these words. I'm like, well, what was wrong with me? Why does that bother me so much? Because it does. Look at this. I'm talking to the Lord, sitting on the sofa. I mean, I'm doing like this. Like the Lord sitting right there. I'm like doing all like this. <laughs> pushing this guy. Just, just oh, give no. me the thing. Give me, give me, because you, you got to pay. You got to pay. Oh, by the way, we owed $8. $8. And six cents. But you couldn't pay it with a credit card, nor with a debit card. You have to pay it either with a person with another account. Why are we having to go through all of this to pay $8? $8. And so while I'm watching me, he don't know. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, why am I? This is me with. Why am I like this? What's going on in here? That that I mean, I know I can get the check if they do just send me the. Then I gotta send a money order or send a regular check, and that's gonna be a month before it gets there. And I didn't even bring up the money because I don't want them to say, hey, we're gonna. All right. I didn't want that to happen, so I didn't even mention that piece. I just want my account back. And so while I'm tripping like this, in my own heart. He comes back with his accent, talking slow, creating squeeze opportunities. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cutting too. The ones in the training know what that means. And then he said, uh, Sir, we're just going to pay it. Now, do you think God knew that? He knew they were going to pay it. Did he know it when I was $8. tripping? Six cents. <laughs> Did he know it before they sent me the note of what's coming? Us? What's he trying to develop or watch? My character. He's watching my character. And when I, instead of blaming other people, yeah. said, what was true. going on with me? Right. Why am I like this? Sir. And so my thought then came, you. But I didn't say it to him, I'm like, you, you could have did that to begin with. You, not him, you are watching me. And it was at that point that I realized I've been wasting a lot of time trying to get folks to see stuff when God's watching me. Now I know you know I know that he's watching me. But sometimes he reveals a little bit more clearly. It really is not about what anybody else is doing. It's about you. What is he doing in you? And when you get that right, not only did that happen, and then another check came. And then another one. That's when I realized I don't trust you like I thought I did. I thought I really trusted you. I really don't trust you, but yet you still bless, hold, deliver. You're faithful when we're not faithful. Yes, he is. It's like, goodness gracious, what are we doing? Right. So I just encourage you, stop making things that don't matter matter. Stop putting yourself through processes that are not necessary to prove something that's not needed for you to prove. Just be the virgin of you that knows you need to keep changing. And you just keep changing. A little here, a little there. Glory to glory, faith to faith. And may the Lord bless you as you bring your tithe. And for those of you who are online, God bless you. Thank you, sweetheart. Stay here, please, for being here with me and for indulging us as we work through this this verbal, uh, vocal opportunity. And may the Lord bless you as you give. May he keep you as you give. May his face shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you. Lift up the light of his countenance on you and give you his peace. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Amen. Uh, I'm just so thrilled to see um, the youth serving. They look great. They're just so thankful. Doing a great job. 